Three's a crowd. <laughs> Three's a party coming up on the broadcast. crowd i'm like how can we incorporate putting a mint on the pillow like minty minty fresh <laughs> double well, mint oh gosh i don't know anyways double mint twins no <laughs> would no. they like twins i don't i don't even think they'll look alike the only thing that they have in common is or we're talking about Tariq and hazel only thing common is i think minty and hazel are from the same region yeah i didn't mean them being twins double mint is a type of gum and there was the double mint twins oh god i'm dating myself there was a commercial way back in the day and it was like the double mint twins do this and that were they really twins or they just like eat gum together they were twins it was part of the shtick for the commercial right and it was a whole like that's the the whole commercial thing was based on the Doublemint twins and they you know and they did these all these antics or something. I'm gonna have to Google it. Um, you guys, you guys, those of you who are of a certain age, like my Jeff fellow Gen Xers and above, um, hit me up. <laughs> Remind me what those commercials were. I'm like, Double that wasn't trying to say that, about- <laughs> that Minty and Hazel are twins. God no. Well, no, I was I was thinking about um Minty. And right. The, the double and then I thought of double you said double mint, and then I thought oh, of double mint goodness. twins, and that's where my brain went. And this is this is why. This is why. Anyway. This is why I don't do things, as the kids would say in my house. <laughs> so where should we start? Okay. Fresh start. <laughs> We're already into it. Let's, er- well, let's, let's talk- erase the whiteboard. Okay. Hazel, well, what are we drawing on it now? Well, we'll talk, we'll go back. Let's draw, draw your mint on the pillow because we need to talk about Hazel and Tariq and what the hell they are they talking about because I'm confused. And um, I think that, I mean, while it doesn't take much to confuse me, I think it's worth asking and talking about. Hazel and Tariq, although they're one of the most boring to watch, I like, I swear to God, this is all, all made up and all whatever. I don't know. It is boring. But are they looking for a girlfriend for Hazel or are they looking for a girlfriend for the two of them? Like, are they looking to engage in an open relationship in which Hazel can date, be married to Tariq, but I'll date her girlfriend? Or are they looking for like a relationship that's like polyamorous in which the three of them have an interconnected relationship, like a triad? What are they looking for? Because I think they, they confuse it on the show or they, they are intentionally vague about it. Like what, what's happening? And before we even get into the nonsense that is Tariq going to Minty for advice on how to get a new girlfriend to replace her. Yeah, all that's confusing me because they're like feverishly trying to find this third before they even focus on uh, getting themselves married. 
yes, that is that is a problem. <laughs> right, because they already have a deadline that they need to be worried about, which is the 90 days. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't know why they're going for this, like, throuple right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, you know, Hazel's talking about how she wants a best friend. She wants a sister like, wife. But do you want a best friend with benefits? Do you want this to be... Uh, a threesome like she has to be in the room when things happen and things aren't allowed to happen alone unless it's her and her best I don't understand that's what I'm confused about but, but like, I mean but this is this is one of the things like if you step into the the, the poly world they kind of write up their own rules there's there's not like a list of requirements you know what I mean so mm-hmm. if they decided that that's how they wanted it to be sure but I just don't understand why that this is their priority priority at the time (laughs) um when they can't even decide like if they want to get married at a church or not you know just Mm -hmm. things like that or you know finding the perfect dress should be the only thing that you know they're feverishly googling i don't know um i i get wanting to understand the dynamic of the relationship before they get married i just don't understand why bringing in that's like me going to my ex and going hey I haven't been able to find anyone after I left you can you can you help me figure out what I need like what the fuck yeah like there's so many things that are that it's wrong with that like one Tariq is being completely blind to Hazel's like boundary and request on this issue like you said like People they make it. People make up their rules, but the rules are very important, right? I don't think he's like, being blind. I think he's being a selfish asshole. Okay, he wants. He just Minty. wants. He just wants an excuse to open up the communication line and speak to Minty with Hazel knowing, so that he can't be accused of communicating with, with her without Hazel knowing. This is this is all just a, a ploy for him to get in contact with her again. It has nothing I, to do with needing help. You can go to yeah, a fucking yeah, relationship for sure. counselor for that shit. For sure. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. I mean, Christ, the the producers, the cameramen who do this. The cameramen make better. Would give them better advice. <laughs> like, you know, go back on Bears All and, and Sean can give you advice. Um, yeah, like, so, so, you know, Hazel has this hard and fast rule, right? She doesn't want Minty and she doesn't want anybody to tie because allegedly the issue is that Hey, Tariq speaks Thai, and one of the issues she had with Minty was him and Minty speaking Thai, and she doesn't understand it, so she felt left out. Um, I can understand that. You want to at least understand if they're talking about something you yeah. can't. That's you under, know, I mean, that's that's unsubstantiated, but that's what I've heard. So that yeah, might be it, one of the reasons. It almost feels like she wants a girlfriend for her, mm-hmm. and her expectation is that. Tariq just allows her to explore her bisexuality because it's not about him wanting to have multiple women in the bed I think it's more about her wanting to be fulfilled but I I I don't know it's it that's a sensitive topic you know Mm -hmm. because right you know for me I go you're bisexual that's great unless your partner is along with it right Mm -hmm. like that could be something that's a big topic do I want you to explore um the the same sex while we're in a monogamous relationship or am i opening it up and allowing you to go do that 
Right. And I'm Would okay with he be with allowed it. to have a girlfriend also or only a boyfriend? Or is <laughs> is her girlfriend also his girlfriend? Like, those are what's major, the, those those are, are major questions question. you have to answer. Like, And I'm glad and that that's they're where talking I go, about that's it. That's I started with this. I don't understand. I, I don't think they do either. And I and and if this isn't just for that's problematic, uh, if it's not just for the production, um, I guess I would hope that they would really have a sit down conversation because this this marriage will go down in flames. Yeah, because like, isn't the biggest like thing about any kind of open relationship or poly relationship or anything where there's I mean, you need this in regular monogamous couples, too, but communication right like <clears throat> that's the biggest thing you need to have communicate your expectations and your roles and all of these things and those all need to be known ahead of time and if they don't have those conversations then it's just going to be bad right because i mean it, it could be a situation where the person says okay I'm, I'm okay with you doing this but deep down they're not that's a problem too Right. So it's it's just it's icy all around because the other person who feels like they have to let this person explore that or else um, they're going to be unhappy and leave them or not mm-hmm. want to be with them anyways. But, but then it starts eating at them. And then they go, right. you know, and I actually can't take it. And then, you know, they and I've seen this dynamic actually play out in real life, um, not on TV, but like real people I know where like the couple, like one half of the couple cheats and then the other finds out. And then the the half that cheated convinces, quote unquote, convinces the partner to have an open relationship. And the other person consents to that because otherwise they're going to lose them, right? And they have to feel like they have to at least try. But really, right, or they, don't, that, they don't want the relationship to end. But really what's happening is... The one person like, just wants an excuse to screw whoever they want, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that if everybody involved consents. But if right. That's why I say it's there's yeah there's just so many consenting, right? You know, <clears throat> that's why I'm like person. there's so many dynamics of it because, mm-hmm. and communication is the communication that's honest and you you can you're just gonna have to hope that that's what you're gonna get, you know. Right. Um, if someone says, "Hey, I'm okay with this," and then that's how things go forward, and that person's really not okay with it, then. Then it's not I don't gonna know. End well it's, it's like a it's a whole nother world that um mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not, really they're hard not to explain, addressing like, that any of that they're not even making it clear what i mean and maybe this is because they don't really know but they're not making it clear what hazel and Tariq are seeking when they're seeking this quote-unquote girlfriend right no because i think they're trying to make the the friction all about their past experience with Minty and Tariq's desire to be in touch with Minty and Hazel not feeling comfortable with it. Like we're getting to the episode where there's going to be some um, conclusion, some magical turnaround, some, what do they call it? Dos es machina where all of a sudden, like we saw with Natalie, this episode, Uh I'm okay now magically, just magically talk to my friend. And you know what? I'm not jealous anymore. I totally and now we can go Mike forward with the wedding. Everything that he does. And I have to say that in order to have the wedding, to stay here in yeah, America. Just, so I, I imagine <laughs> that their turnaround point is going to come soon. And I, maybe they're just going to decide that that's not what they're, they want to do. Like maybe just focus on being married like and together yeah. for a year or two to see exactly what you want and not try to make it like a It's like the a like threesome, not, 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 not having threesome, children. But a thruple. 
yeah, yeah. not having children <laughs> in the first like year or two of your marriage. Well, which... he already he already has a kid, right? right so yeah, but, there, but there's my, that, and I assume he's not being... a weekend dad. So right, <laughs> my point is being... gonna have him. You should maybe focus on the two of you as a couple before you introduce a third into the into the scenario. Like focus on establishing your relationship, right? Not saying you should or shouldn't have kids your first year of marriage. That's or before marriage or after marriage. Yeah, what are you trying I'm to not, say? Are you judging people that have kids in their first? What, what the no, fuck? I did. Katrina? I was pregnant at my wedding. I mean, come on. Oh, oh well, then you you acted quickly, <laughs> right? So, well, I eloped and then Didn't I got wait pregnant. For the honeymoon. I I eloped and then I got mm-hmm. pregnant and then I had the big wedding with the family and everybody thought that was the real wedding, but it wasn't actually, I was already married. So I, but I was pregnant at that wedding, my wedding in San Diego that everybody I have, was at. I have to break away and joke about that because my, sure. uh, I don't know what to call her, my, my will be mother-in-law had <laughs> commented on a picture of her father with his wife and their wedding day, the wedding picture. And she goes, oh, I wish I could have been there. And her dad said, you were. <laughs> and I just. You know, That's what we tell baby frauded. <laughs> you were there. And it's like, like you oh. Were. But she just found this out at like, you know, <laughs> later in adulthood. Your dad drops the bomb that you were. Oh, yeah, yeah like I, mean, I was like 11 10 weeks pregnant 11 weeks pregnant at that mm-hmm. wedding like it wasn't intended it wasn't planned but like and it had, happens it's not it's not like oh my god now it we is, had gotten you know. married like our official wedding like he had been in korea and then like story time here for a second we he'd been in korea we met up when he was on what's called mid-tour leave, right? And we eloped because he was going to have this whole extension. He was going to be in Korea for two years instead of one. So we said, well, I should go over there, but I can only really go over there to be with him if we're married. So we eloped. He came home in November. We eloped in Vegas. Um, And then he went back to Korea. And then I went over there in like January and basically got pregnant like when I got off the plane I miscarried and then ended up getting pregnant immediately right away again with baby frauded and that and we'd already been planning this May wedding for like a year so we kept we said we're going to keep having that wedding and I just ended up being 11 weeks pregnant at that wedding so there you go there y'all go no a little bit of history but yeah I mean we're gonna see it with Yara and Jovi I'm I'm assuming they're getting married because they're whatever yeah we saw that yeah we have their they're still together we have their marriage certificate from they got married in Vegas we have their marriage certificate from Clark County Nevada yay yeah yeah, I posted should we it. should we move on to them? I don't know. Is yeah, there anything left yeah. With let's the... talk about this, and I I want to know what people's thoughts because, as an alcoholic and as an alcoholic in recovery, my thoughts of on this situation are different because my views of alcohol consumption are not the normal. <laughs> like that's part of what makes me an addict is my views on this stuff aren't normal. So I'd love to know what Normie thinks of a situation like this, where Yara is asking Jovi who the show clearly wants us to think only cares about alcohol, whether he does or he doesn't, we don't really know because it could be just the way that he's edited, honestly, um, to focus that storyline. Um, I personally don't have any opinion necessarily on whether he is or isn't have a drinking problem, but cause just cause I don't think we've seen enough of his behavior, but she asks him to stop. She clearly has a problem with it. 
she asks him to stop drinking or to cut down on drinking while she's pregnant. Since she can't drink, he shouldn't be able to drink. So what does a normal person, person who thinks normally about alcohol consumption, think about this situation and that ultimatum? Um, I mean, ultimatum suck anyways, the whole you can't drink, but here and there. I think an approach would probably be like, can you decrease the amount of times that you're drinking? You know, like... Mm. And it wasn't just about her being pregnant and not being able to drink, but when you are parenting, you at least want the other parent to be sober Mm -hmm. sometime in the day. I don't really, (laughs) I mean, we don't really know how often Jovi's drinking or if production's just, you know, handing all White Claw every time they start filming. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess, I guess for me, there's that like moment of kind of growing up and knowing when the right time is to, to indulge in the, the uh, sinful juice. <laughs> so like, I mean, I can see from her point of view, one of her, her gripes seems to be that he's focused on his friends and partying to the exclusion of her. It's not ne- like if, she, if he was paying attention to her and also drinking, I feel like the drinking wouldn't be as much of an issue, but because the drinking is also associated with him not focusing his attention on her and the pregnancy, then that's where it becomes an issue. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think she rolls up the partying and drinking into one. You mm-hmm. know, I guess I'd be annoyed if I if I was left at home all the time because you're out there with the boys partying all the time. That's that's a, that's a common gripe that. But would she have as have much of an when... issue with his drinking if he was doing it at home with her and drinking the same amount? Per, say say he was drinking the exact same amount as he was with his boys as like if he's at home with her doing that would she have as much of an issue with it with the drink i guess that's a question for her that's that's what i'm wondering right i don't i don't know i mean she could just be annoyed all around with how he behaves when he's drinking Mm -hmm. like if he goes into frat boy mode yeah i'd probably be annoyed with him too yeah because you know i think those are things she needs to figure out because if it is just if it is like the alcohol consumption itself is what's problematic or if it's the behaviors that are associated with the alcohol consumption is she more annoyed that because he drinks he doesn't pay attention to her and therefore the root of the problem is that she's not getting the attention from him or is the problem that he's drinking all the time allegedly and that in and of itself is the problem now I'm going yeah and i mean and she also mentioned something (laughs) (laughs) it's fine and we we don't we don't want to go down to to does she does she does she because we don't know unless we we ask her exactly what what her problem is we get to talk about but like not not being able to think about the future too as she says is if you're gonna do that you're hurting your body you know so Mm. you know if you're gonna be drunk 24 7 you're not thinking about your future you're not thinking about being there for your child but you know it's coming so there there's like a a taking care of yourself aspect of it too sure okay so i don't know if it's all about the the consumption and the amount and the timing but i think she just wants him to kind of grow the fuck up okay okay fair enough you want to have a kid you need to grow up okay all right i mean yeah it's hard for me to 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 put myself in her position because you know, I'm the one that had the problem and I stopped drinking while I was pregnant, but, and it hadn't ramped up my alcoholism hadn't really ramped up as much then, you know, that was 17 years ago. Right. Like at that point, 
I mean, I still had a long way to go in my alcohol <laughs> progression. Right. But I mean, they're, they're going to have a turning point with Jovi in this, in this, in this line too, where he's going to be like, all right, I give up drinking. We'll start doing more with you. And then magically everything's better and they get married. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's just, I really think like, it's just a, a, a plot, a, a line in the plot. Yeah. To, to give some kind of friction about the party boy, the free, you know, mm-hmm. while traveling. Cause he's still traveling. So yeah. it's not like that stops and mm-hmm. whatever he does while he's traveling is what he does. But um, I honestly think it's just a, a point in their story that gives friction so that they can overcome it and, and get married and be happy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I honestly, I mean, it, and, it's, and it's hard because you, you're viewing a TV show. You really don't know the, the, the depths of his quote unquote addiction to alcohol. Right. 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 We see him how many times per episode. And just because he's holding a can each time we see him doesn't mean it was all filmed at once and it was chopped mm-hmm. up to make it look like he's always carrying a can around the house. And they're clearly focusing their storyline around this because they're, she's always saying that to him, why are you always drinking? Why are you always drinking? And it feels like perhaps they're embellishing it somewhat for production purposes. Yeah. Or right. he just or he just acts stupid. I mean, because when she was saying, you know, it was a serious romantic dance and he's just kind of like, you know, what was the phrase? Two sheets of the wind or something like that. <laughs> and, and wasn't able to really focus on and be in the moment. I mean, that mm-hmm. I think that was kind of, you know, her argument is you're not there. And you made something that was supposed to be it. super important for us, goofy and stupid. And, you know, yeah. 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 I get that. Uh, I mean, I've been guilty of doing that, of being that person. So I can see how that could be problematic. Yeah. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu. But like you said, we don't know. We don't know. I, I honestly don't we, know. They did, that, they did that with Tanya and Sinjin. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did that with, where it was nonstop. You're drinking, you're drinking. Oh my God, you're drinking. And then behind the scenes, we said they're both drinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, I just, I can't. I'm scorned. I can't believe what I see on the screen anymore. I just, I just can't. 
Right. Well, we and are. I, the and I say that multiple right? times. Like, I know. I say that multiple <laughs> times. And I, you know, for for folks who are unsure, no, I don't. I don't believe one hundred percent of the plot line. That's and that's fine. That's why we're we're here just talking about it. But yeah, and kind of like opening up the door to what may just be for the show mm-hmm. and and not you know Jovi running to the bottle every time things get hard. I think we see that uh, play out a lot with um, with Mike and Natalie because they just talk in circles about the same thing, and then she has her magic turnaround this week where she suddenly trusts him and everything's perfect and fine. All it, all it took was talking to her friend. She paid money to talk to a therapist. They went to couples therapy and spent money talking to that person. And all it took was really FaceTiming her friend. Mm-hmm. Like that, that should, I, you know, <laughs> it's they just that easy. so much money by it's just, just that easy. You guys dial a friend. <laughs> um, but she basically so, was just kind of like what, what, what you know you kinda, what do you want what did Natalie want we can move on to them okay like what the hell did she want like I still feel like she was in this world of like I want Mike to admit that he did something because I think he did and she even slips when she's talking to her friend and says I'm jealous she started saying I'm yeah. jealous yeah and then she stops it you know no you know I'm not jealous it's like yeah, I kind of think you are you're jealous that he has a friendship with a woman and maybe to her, that's a sign that, you know, you, you don't have women friends as a man. I don't know. I think maybe she's just never been, yeah, been in a position where any male that she has been involved with has, has had, you know, has had a female friend. But she did say at one point, I want you to admit that you did this. And he's like, but I didn't do it, you know. Right. But and she's, then, she's not just accusing Mike. She's accusing the other woman who got yeah. married of cheating on her fucking wedding night. Like if you I think know. of it that way, <laughs> right. like, is she going to call her up and say, I know you cheated on your wedding night. Like it, just think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just like Mike was there and existed. Therefore it happened, you know? Uh-huh. But I mean, Mike, the only thing that Mike, I'm pretty sure wishes he could take back was that he wished she would have at least lied and said I was at a hotel or something. Like, oh, I know who, that would have been have told on him. Like, that's when guys go, fine, I'm never telling the truth again. And every time <laughs> she asks him a question, he's never going to tell her the truth again because it, it's going to just, it's just going to set him off. But, but magically, she's okay. Mm-hmm. And at least in this episode, mm-hmm. she's willing to, I don't know, be affectionate and actually touch Mike. <laughs> and act like she loves him and even he's confused he goes yeah i'm happy with uh whatever this is he's like she's 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 gonna murder me tonight like you don't, don't just don't, you don't just do 180 either. like that i know everything's okay <laughs> he should be concerned she's gonna put him in the oven and stuff him in the peppers like yeah have you seen he, her youtube videos no, I didn't watch. Come them. on, I know her one her cooking videos. No, I haven't. I know Dude. I should. Dude, I should. <laughs> I don't like watching videos. I don't know what it is. What it, you I don't like me? Fiance. I know. Well, like I don't watch video. I don't like watching videos on the internet. Like we have this joke in our house. How do a life made is like I prefer looking at like memes and stuff. Maybe I just don't have the attention span, or that I don't like to turn the sound on, or whatever, and have to watch a video. I just like to look at like the one dimension of like a meme or something. So, but he likes videos. So he's always sending me these links and going, Oh, you have to watch this. And inevitably it's never as funny as 
he thinks well, it is. Yeah, there's probably a different humor you there, know. too. So, All you have to do is open up the video, skip to the middle, <laughs> and then maybe skip to the end. Watch like one minute worth of content. It rolls it all up into what you're going to expect. <laughs> okay. Um, you can do it. Uh. Even with boomer tech skills, you can do it. <laughs> I'm not a you boomer. Um. <laughs> It's not a tech skills thing. It's just my preference of visual medium coming at me. I don't want visual and auditory all the time. I just want to look. She just wants that quick and dirty meme. Quick and dirty. Yeah. So we have this joke in our house now because like he's like, oh, I'm going to show you a internet or I'm going to show you a video on the internet because I'm like, oh, is this another video on the internet you're going to show me? You know, I don't know. Anyway. See, people know for me to embed it in Discord. Because if I have to go outside of an application, I'm just like, no, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. I don't, that I don't too. want that to be in my Google history. So uh, like, you know, analytics and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, when when the FBI comes, goes and looks at my computer after I die to, to like see. No, they're going to find that you Googled all kinds of things to see yeah. if you can prove what was in your murder mysteries. You're like, can mm-hmm. cyanide really kill if added in ice cream? Right. Like, <laughs> they're going to think you were trying to kill hetero life mate this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and in reality, what, I'm what, the one that's going to die. What does antifreeze actually taste like? And can I add it to my Is it ice really, cream does Gatorade, does Gatorade really cover the taste <laughs> of arsenic? Um, yeah, and I and I and when I die, um, I have to have an episode of Dateline. And um, it has to be hosted by Keith Morrison. Those are my rules. Are you expecting to have a gruesome death? I don't know. I mean, if I die before my, it's my time. Like, is your frauded by TLC antics going to catch up with you? I don't know. That's going to be part of the, that Keith Morrison's going to have to find out. He's going to have to investigate and sit down. He's going to talk to you. He's going to talk to I I don't know her. We weren't friends. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you read the reviews? I don't know that bitch. (laughs) Anyways. Oh my God, I'm dying. Um, All right. Anyway. What else happened in this episode? Stephanie got oh, harris yeah she called up number two go the by plan. by boat and by bus that sounds like a song from the 80s i know right to um she ca- he you. called she called him because she needed Get a good you. solid deep decking no he called him and he traveled no. six hours by boat and my bus to all come and get her no. pussy no all, oh god so vulgar all you can think about is her like you know how the batman symbol would shine to the sky uh-huh. i imagine she just has like an eggplant emoji oh and then god. he knows instantly harris is like it is my time to come literally and save the day um, but yeah she calls him up and and yeah oh my god you know what i noticed too like i don't know how long she was staying there but I, I thought that was her house for a quick second. Like she was back home because she had all her shit everywhere. She did. Like, it was like upstairs, you, downstairs. Like when you travel, do you unpack that? She all? moved in. She like, moved. That's the her house in. now. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! I was like, I think about like how much time it'll take to pack all that up. I'm like, no wonder you couldn't find anything, and you're frantically running nice. around. Um, She's basically she just like, I have all this uh, stuff here. He wants to, if you, if you come by boat, plane, train, <laughs> you can have all of the, the Nike slip-ons that I have here. Socks. What else does she have? Watches. Does she have watches? A couple of the watches probably. Um, 
and yeah, she convinces him to stay with her while her remaining days in Belize. Because that seems like a completely smart and appropriate decision for someone to make when they just had a fight with their. It's good for it's good for the tell all fiance that w- won't happen. I guess it'll be good for bears all. I don't know what we're doing anymore. Yeah, don't know. I mean, we already saw Harris on Bears All, so... Yeah, but I mean, there's going to be more to unpack now. They're going to have to get Harris and Stephanie and Ryan all together on one... Like, not obviously, they're not going to be on one screen, but they got to get the three of them together. Like, they had... They had it when, when Harris was on Bears All before, Ryan got up and walked out, didn't he? Or he, oh, he was on the, on the TV too. No, he just, he just, he logged off. He wasn't going to be around to watch Ryan or watch Harris. God, I can get in. Ryan, Ryan didn't want to be around to watch Harris talking about. Thank you. What you said. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But at the end, I mean, like even Harris was a little dodgy towards his responses, probably because they couldn't really say too much, but. Mm -hmm. Like that's just the whole clusterfuck of a mess. At that point, we didn't know that he was going to come back again right right we thought that she just slept with him because the one time happened and it seems like he's always on her mind when shit happens so yeah i guess reliable and i guess one of the previews or something we see her saying to him like maybe do you want to come to america or when wasn't hey fraudcasters you know i used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting they were the first thing to take off when i got home but Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, the Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows. Ooh. So, something See, previews, previews is when I log off. <laughs> Since it's not part of the show anymore. It's like the yeah. Zoom call when they're like, okay, thank you for coming. Click. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You're not sticking around. When the call is over, <laughs> I leave. Yeah. Um that that's kind of how I feel. But I, okay. you know, I we I had joked about that before, right? Where mm-hmm. um now she's really with Harris and mm-hmm. he's the one that she's gonna be bringing to the United States instead. Um you did Ooh, say that. Yeah. No. Let's see if my prediction holds. We'll see. Um, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, she would have to go through the whole K one process again with him. Yeah, but I mean, not like she has the thing and she can just, you know, transfer it. It's not transferable from <laughs> Ryan. Dude, could you believe it though? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you have the wrong name on there. It's not Ryan. It's Harris. Ryan Harris. Can we, can we correct that? <laughs> he can. He can pretend to be Ryan on entering. Right. I don't even know if they, I mean, 
I don't know how many chances she has. I thought, well, maybe it's not once it goes all the way through. She's like, oh yeah, we have to cancel the visa process. Like, they're not going to let you like cancel and then just start up a new one. They're going to be like, calm down. <laughs> it's going to be like Rebecca. You Brought need the one, the one guy out. over on the spousal visa and then another. You only get like a certain lifetime amount of them You, as you well. can't run through them. And I question, why is it taking so long anyways? She's like three years. Is she like? She already, he already had the visa. He just couldn't fly, get there. It was something they said in the beginning, how he couldn't fly there because like the borders were closed. Like she could, I don't know. I, I, don't I get understand. that. But she also says they've been dating for three years. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense to, um, I guess it makes sense if you're trying to see. I well, doesn't I would, that go along listen. with what Ryan had said on one of the Bears All episodes where he had said all of his friends had gotten lucky and that they got to the United States quickly. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's what, what I'm means. comparing is like, was she just waiting? I mean, because people don't like to wait forever. It gets a little tiring. So Because she thinks it's a real relationship. So... Yeah, well, we'll see who yeah. she decides to to bring. <laughs> if she decides on anybody, I see her just like going home and yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah maybe doing other stuff like giveaways or something. <laughs> Sorry, you got, I'm in a mood, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. Um all right. Well, I think that's all we got for today. Thank I think you. so too. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. I want to give a shout out to our newest patrons for our the Patreon that Heather and Yvonne. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, if you want to join us over on the Patreon, it is patreon.com slash the fraudcast. Currently, we are talking about bears all. And I think we're going to add the single life to that also as well. Start doing some episodes of that. You um, really want to torture me, don't you? Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. I'm going to make you watch uh, Muhammad's apology. Apology. To you look uh, so Danielle. uncomfortable. And we you can look discuss, so uncomfortable. We can discuss whether it's genuine or not. Um, <laughs> so that's happening over on the Patreon, and. Um, if you guys are liking what you're hearing, if you could uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe, that would be really fantastic. Thanks for joining us today. We are the podcast, and we're dumpster diving, so you don't have to.